1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like...
3: You yell back at your radio. What are you
1: talking about? about? What the
4: hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all
5: to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan
6: with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer.
2: Welcome in. It is a pick and save. Football Friday. Dan Plucker, other side of the glass. He's Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Jake Kokorowski, BadgerBlitz.com, part of the Rivals Network, talking Badgers Notre Dame coming up. The second segment of the show, Mike McGevern, our WSSP High School insider, big time, who's uh, going into the uh, State Basketball Hall of Fame coming up this weekend. He'll join us uh, coming up in, at about 2.30 or so, somewhere in that area. Uh, and then Ronnie McLaughlin, obviously towards the end of the show, crosstalk leading up to his show coming up at 3 uh, o'clock. Uh, and hey, have you got your picks in yet? could be worth $10,000 with a Rocket Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick 'em. Uh, I'm not doing so well the first couple of weeks. I'm hoping to turn things around. Now getting no point spreads, no lineups, totally free to enter. And all you have to do is sign up now by texting the picks to 2035720 Three five seven that pi- those picks go to two zero three five seven thousand dollars up for grabs each week ten thousand uh at the end of the season and you pick the most games right uh, throughout the season and you are in line to possibly win some big big money ten thousand dollars worth it's the and mortgage 2021 pro football pickup text your picks right now to two zero three five seven uh gonna start things off that was something that uh, Dan Plucker alerted to me to uh, in the last hour of the Wendy's Big Show, and we didn't get to it on the Big Show. It's not Packer-related. It's not Brewer-related. It's not Badger-related. It's not Ryder Cup-related. How about those apples, huh? It's Giannis-related. Giannis, related. Giannis uh, doing TV. Is this in Greece? Is that what you said? Cosmo TV? Yes,
6: Cosmo TV in That's Greece. how you
2: even say it. I don't know. Uh, senior editor at Sport 24 Harris Stavro, uh, has been tweeting out quotes from the interview uh, on... Uh, Cosmo TV uh, this whole time. Now, uh, interesting things uh, because uh, a lot of stuff that maybe we we don't know, uh, maybe that's that's kind of uh, the deal here uh, that we're going to learn a- along the way. Uh, he talks about um, this quote here that Harris Sarvo says is the quote of the year. Quote, I like being a hunter. I am not the best player in the world. I'm telling you, I am not. KD, LeBron, Kawhi, Luka, Curry, AD might be. I am not. I am still hunting the all-time greats. LeBron is still the best player in the world. I don't think he is. I I will disagree, Giannis. I I think it's KD or Giannis. That's that's who I think the best two players are in the world. I'd probably lead maybe KD. I don't know, but... Uh, it's. I just don't think it's LeBron. I, and I don't know if y'all saw the story or not uh, that's out there, but apparently LeBron has lost weight this offseason. He's slimming down. Meanwhile, Anthony Davis apparently, according to reports, has put on muscle and trying to gain weight uh, for the upcoming season. So they've, they've decided to go in two different directions. LeBron losing weight, slimming down to be quicker, I guess and Anthony Davis putting on more weight. So we'll see how it all plays out. So right there, Giannis just simply saying, I'm not the best player in the world. LeBron is, and then you could talk about the other guys that he mentions. Uh, Giannis on a Supermax extension. I was thinking if we could make it happen in Milwaukee. I told the owners my goal was to win a championship. I didn't care about money or about fame. They said, we can win it. I love Milwaukee. It's my second home, uh, but I just needed a commitment is what Giannis says on the Supermax extension, which is great. Again, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Giannis is going to be here the rest of his career and always play in Milwaukee. I have no idea. Does it look good? Yeah, it looks pretty good that you know he may retire a buck and play as a buck his whole career, similar to how Kobe Bryant was uh, with the Lakers, and maybe that's how this plays out, or Dirk Nowitzki uh, with the Dallas Mavericks. It doesn't happen very often, but maybe it will happen with Giannis. Uh, Giannis continues on this interview on Cosmo uh, TV a little bit earlier today. Uh, Giannis on his injury and his comeback, quote, It wasn't a miracle. If you work hard, if you don't drink, if you don't smoke, if you work hard for eight to nine years, I worked a lot. And, of course, God helped me a lot. We also had injuries. I enjoyed my teammates when I was out. Giannis uh, continues, I shouldn't be playing in the finals. Uh, I was hurt in Game 1. I was praying Uh, I was praying we lost. Uh, In game two, I scored 42, but I bleeped my pants because I scored 42 and we lost. I was wondering how good are these sons. I am still feeling pain. Giannis continues on his biggest improvement from last season. I was talking with a sports psychiatrist every day. He helped me being myself. If somebody comes in with a knife and you hide, you are a coward. But you will be the hero if you fight him. You have to learn how to handle your fear. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's 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 one way to look at it. Giannis on the Greek national team. Hopefully I will be healthy to play in your old basket. I want us uh, to go there, play together, enjoy. It's a 15-day tournament. We don't do that for the fame. We do that to give joy to the people. Can you imagine giving joy to 10 million Greeks, says Giannis. If you go back to the quote uh, about Giannis uh, talking about um, this this quote earlier, and I read it wrong. He said, I shouldn't be playing in the finals. I was hurt in game one. I was praying. And then he said, we lost. Not praying that they lost, but praying, and then they ended up losing. In game two, I scored 42, uh, and then he was freaking out because he scored 42 and they still lost, wondering how good the Suns are. I'm still feeling pain. You're a little bit concerned that he's still feeling pain down blocker, in that knee of his, that, that hyper-extended knee. I mean, we're, I mean, what, two months out uh, from that happening? Almost three months out from that happening at this point? Uh, in training camp, getting ready to start here in just a, a little while and preseason starting next month? Because I got to be honest, I'm a little bit concerned about him feeling pain.
6: Yeah, it might be one of those, like, lingering pain type things, something he can play through instead of you know damage to the knee or whatever i mean obviously when you when your knee bends like that like it did in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then you come back and you play in the NBA Finals and do what you did in the NBA Finals with all of those minutes that he was racking up. I mean, this was to be expected it w- for not just Giannis, but for most of the Bucks players. They're not going to come into this season just super healthy. They, they all kind of went through and had their own injury battles throughout the course of the season last year, and they had a long uh, – season just in general making it all the way to the championship drew and middleton also yep. going to the olympics that right afterward yep. like we're going to hop into this buck season and probably see a lot of early rest for these guys they'll probably all play in the first game maybe not the all of the minutes even though it's the nets they i would and doubt it's ring ceremony and his ring ceremony night that's the only reason why I, it's opening game, all this stuff. That's the only reason why I think all those dudes are playing that night. Otherwise, I think it's going to be a lot of rest for the Buck stars to to open up this year.
2: I, I'm fine with that. I, I am 100% behind that plan and that idea uh, that these guys' minutes get pulled way back. Uh, and, and, you know, again, like you just said, Giannis Middleton and Drew Holiday specifically, those guys, and maybe even Brooke Lopez a little bit. Brooke Lopez paid longer than he's ever played. Uh, in a season as well, and anytime you're talking about big dudes and making sure to take care of their backs and their knees and all of that stuff, maybe he gets a little bit extra rest to go along with it, and you give some of these guys like Grayson Allen a more run, right, early on to kind of find the rhythm, become part of the team, uh, and see what they can do. Rodney Hood, give him a little bit extra run early on, more minutes than maybe what he'll get, you know, in the second half of the season, get closer to the playoffs. I. I'm 1,000% behind Dan Plucker's uh, idea of, you know, they're probably going to rest quite a bit. And as we found out last year, the regular season just doesn't mean much. It just doesn't. I mean, stuff they were doing the regular season, we we didn't see much of early on in the postseason of the playoffs. They just weren't doing a lot of the same stuff that they were experimenting with or whatever was the case. Uh, And they ended up still winning the championship. So however this plays out in the regular season doesn't really matter. They weren't the one seed last year. I thought it was going to be detrimental after we saw how this whole thing lined up. Uh, and the Bucs were still over able to overcome that and win a championship. If Giannis's knee thing isn't a thing, then fine. Then just rest him as long as you need to rest him and get him back with the Bucks medical staff and their, their people and get to working on getting that knee better and as close as 100% as you can because I'm here to tell you the grind of playing October, November, December, January, February, March, April, Two, three, four times a week is a long season on your body wear and tear-wise. And you need him, Giannis, as healthy as possible going into the playoffs. Because if he can't play in the playoffs, you're done. You're not repeating champion. You're not going back-to-back. You have to have him. And the Nets found that up the same way last year. You know, those guys were going hard when they were on the court, but they kept getting hurt. And that cost them at the end of the day because they couldn't stay healthy in the postseason. Lakers, same thing, couldn't stay healthy. Killed them. So, yeah, again, regardless of what the Bucks' record is in October, November, and December, it's not really going to matter. It's just not. The goal is keep them healthy, get the new guys acclimated, what you want them to do in the defensive system, how you want them to play in the offensive system, and then go from there. And then see how the whole thing plays out going forward. Plus, you have George Hill back. George Hill isn't a spring chicken either, and that's the other thing that goes along with it is you don't want to run George Hill into the ground and have him not be healthy by the time the playoffs come. So the older vets have to rest, uh, and your three core guys, Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton, they also have to find rest too. Hey, there's plenty of football and baseball to watch right now. The place to be to catch all your favorite action, create Jones, sporting action, is the Q Club of Wisconsin. Not only do they have plenty of TVs to watch the games on, but you can play your own games in their huge entertainment game room. Talking about bocce ball, foosball, pool, darts, all kinds of stuff. Right there at Q Club of Wisconsin, while you're playing those games, you can watch all your favorite games on the TVs. How about their food? Loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus Wednesday and Friday fish fries. That would be tonight, and it's piled (laughs) with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Jake Kukarowski of BadgerBlitz.com, part of the Rivals Network, joins us next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 a.m. The fan, live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years, Lakeland.edu. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is Jake Kokorowski uh, of BadgerBlitz.com, part of the Rivals Network. Jake, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it.
4: Hey, thanks for having me on, man. It's a great weekend for sports uh, in the state of Wisconsin and just across state borders in Soldier
2: Field. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. So, I, I what I really want to know, and again, if you want to follow Jake on uh, Twitter, it's at Jake Coco K O C O at Jake Coco, uh, and you can get all your Badger news there. Going into this game uh, against Notre Dame for the Badgers, I, I, I saw a, a stat the other day, and we did it on the um, uh, on the on the Wendy's Big Show the other day, uh, and the stat was talking about the recruiting uh, similarities, differences uh, between Wisconsin. Uh, and Notre Dame, I, and I found it amazing, really, and we, we, like I said, I read it on uh, the big show, and I'm going to read it to you here, too, uh, once I get it pulled up, if I can find it where I put it here, and maybe I can't find it, but two five-star players for Wisconsin to only one for Notre Dame. Notre Dame has double the amount of four-star players as Wisconsin, and then obviously Wisconsin double of the three-star players A, if Chris had as many four star players as Kelly has at Notre Dame, can you imagine how much better this football team could be year to year?
4: Yeah, it's hard to say, too, because, you know, we know how, you know, with his recruiting rankings and just how, you know, player development, you don't know if injuries or other unforeseen circumstances pop up. But, you know, Wisconsin, you know, it does a lot with, you know, I know that they've had the moniker or the. Uh, just uh, it's been given to them that they are a developmental type program where they can develop players. We, you, know, you talk about the walk on tradition where you know Jared Alberdarius, Jim Leonard, Joe Darry Darri Gumbalali the list goes on. J.J. Watt, Chris Marigos. it goes on, and, and you see these players develop, uh, and they've, they've they've mined the talent, and you see with the results both in college and you, you've seen in the NFL. Uh, but you know, Wisconsin, I think they've made. The jump in terms of you know the past three years with their recruiting classes, where they're getting more four-star talent. It'll be interesting to see just what happens. But you know, um, you know, they also too. I mean, I guess I, with Wisconsin, I'd say too. Sparky is that you know it's, it, it may not be just developmental. I mean, look at Jonathan Taylor as a true freshman jumping in. Uh, Danny Davis as a true freshman jumped in uh, and, and made splashes. You know, Nick Herbig last year as a true freshman. So it, it's you know they may develop, but you know they're taking talent uh, and, and excelling it as well in terms of you know they're. Finding it, and then if someone's standing out, they're playing them right away. Uh, and we've seen that too from Wisconsin of late. But you know, it, you know, it's with with player rank, you know, with player rankings, Wisconsin I think has, uh, I mean, I think they're going to continue to do well, and they're start they're still in the mix for a couple of four-star in-state kids uh, as well. But uh, I think you know, Wisconsin just does a great job of, of developing players and just having that reputation to uh, win year in year out, and that tradition continues now.
2: Jake, about this game here against Notre Dame, to me it comes down to how good is the defense going to be for Notre Dame against what this Badgers team is going to do. If this offensive line is able to actually run block and then pass block for Graham Mertz, I think this Badgers team has a chance to win. This offensive line doesn't play well like we saw against Penn State. I think it could be a long day for the Badgers.
4: It really could. Uh, I think the interesting part about it all, too, is, you know, Wisconsin, you know, they've averaged 266 yards per game on the ground. And, yeah, that's front-loaded by 352 yards against a team like Eastern Michigan, right? But even against Penn State, they ran for 180 yards. They've had some negative plays, but they they also had eight runs of 10 or more yards, and six of them were from So, And for that matter, Notre Dame's defensive line – and then Fred Seven, for that matter, gave up 264 yards against Florida State in the season opener. Granted, they've done better against Toledo and against Purdue the past, you know past couple of weeks. However, uh, I would say too, you know, those teams aren't obviously the same caliber as Wisconsin's offensive line, uh, for that matter. And even against Toledo, Toledo had runs of 67 and 26 yards in week two. So uh, I think you know the key will be you know establishing that line of scrimmage for Wisconsin uh, in, in that facet. Uh, you know, not contain. you know, Notre Dame has about 13 sacks on the year already. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I saw improvements from that offensive line. The passing game wasn't asked to do, you know, wasn't asked to win the game against Eastern Michigan. They didn't have to with how they ran the ball. Uh, but one of the keys, and this will be in our pre-snap read coming up tomorrow morning, which on Badger Blitz, where we give our three keys to the game. One of them is going to be establishing that run. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be a huge outcome because, you know, Notre Dame has to really defend against three running backs and Malusi. Uh, You know, Isaac Grendel, who had an 82-yard touchdown run, and then on top of that, Jalen Berger, too. So, uh, to me, it's a huge key, establishing that line of scrimmage, asserting themselves well. If they do that, I think they have a good chance of winning the game.
2: Jake Kokorowski, BadgerBlitz.com. Follow him on Twitter at Jake JakeKoko, K-O-C-O. Tell me this. You've been around Graham Mertz, obviously. Do you feel like this is a game where, you know, he kind of gets himself a little bit jacked up going up against the guy that was in front of him going up to last year, knowing that one would assume Jack Cohen is going to be jacked up to face Graham Mertz? Yeah,
4: you know, I think with, with, with Graham, I think he approaches just like any other game. You know, Jack Sanborn said that he felt like he was focused and he was not letting the noise get to him. Uh, on that end, so like, you know, a leader of the defense like Jack Sanborn going up against you know, you know, is it talking about Mertz and saying that he's you know he's Never really fed into the noise outside of it. And I, I think Graham will approach it like that. He's not going to, you know, it's, you, I know there's a storyline there. Everyone acknowledges that it's a storyline of, of Jack Cohn versus Wisconsin because of Bobby's history and, and what Cohn did at Wisconsin. But quite frankly, I think that, you know, it's going to be, you know, I think Mertz will stay focused at Task at Ham. Uh, you know, they won't let the, the noise, the outside commotion and the storylines, you know, for, you know, for, for you know, nationwide at you know, it will be interesting to see. He looks improved against Eastern Michigan, but uh, we'll see against we a better
2: secondary like Notre Dame. Jake, thanks so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Have a good week and enjoy the Badger-Notre Dame game.
4: Thanks, All right, take care. All right.
2: You bet you take care. There he is, Jake Kokorowski on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, just breathe. My Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started today at Great Midwest Bank. Dot com. I really think that this is what this comes down to. And Plucker's a big college football guy, obviously, so I'll get Plucker's take on this, too. I, I think it just really comes down to can this Badgers offensive line run block uh, and pass protect for Graham Mertz? If the Badgers offensive line plays well, they have a chance to win this game. If the Badgers offensive line doesn't play well, it could be a long day for the Badgers, Dan.
6: Yeah, no, it, it definitely can be. And, and this Notre Dame team has a lot of talent on the defensive end of the football. And I don't know. I think at the end of the big show, I said my prediction was 24-14 Notre Dame. Yes. I'm going to recant that a little bit, not after just hearing Joe, Jay Kokorowski, but I think this is going to be a defensive battle. I honestly think this is going to be like low score. a 14-10 game, and yeah. that's how this thing's going to end.
2: Our, our Notre Dame guest that we had on during a uh, Bart show, Tyler, uh, earlier, he said pretty much the same thing. He thinks it's going to be low scoring, like 20-17 or 23-20 or something like that. He didn't think there would be a lot of points scored in this game either, I just want to see the swag, the confidence, the arrogance, whatever you want to call it, that. Grant Mertz had at the beginning of last season. I just want to see that back again. I want to see the little, the little, uh, the little dance or whatever he's got going on. That is what they need back. They have not seen that from this kid since before the COVID thing hit. That's what makes him him. Like that's what they need in order, in my opinion, in order for some guys to play the way they're capable of playing. Some guys need to have that juice. Some guys need to be able to have that whatever you want to call it, uh, swag or whatever, to be able to play with that way. And if you take that away from them and go, hey, all right, that's enough. I, I don't want you playing like that and and all this other stuff. We need you to be you know, inside the team thing here. Don't try and make yourself the guy. Sometimes that player isn't the same player. I, you can just go back to the Brewers and Ken Maka. When Ken Maka got here, and again, that pitching staff wasn't that great either, but when Ken Maka got here, uh, and he's trying to mess around with Braun and Fielder and trying to get rid of the celebrations and all this other stuff, they weren't the same team. They weren't, It screwed them all up. Screwed them all up. And then Renicky comes in and says, ah, have fun. I don't care. Do what you want to do. Okay. And boom, they picked up. Now again, pitching staff, that has to be part of this. And so that's part of the reason why they lost, obviously. But the players themselves, you could just tell there was a noticeable difference, I think, uh, between Maka and then the way he played for Reneke. and in this situation, I don't think Paul Chris necessarily, you know, went to him and, and to Grant Mertz and said, "Hey, you got to calm him down. You can't be doing all this stuff." I think it's just a lack of confidence. Like he lost his way somewhere. And I thought after an off season, uh, to be able to kind of recalibrate and kind of reset your brain a little bit, he would be good and he'd be ready to go back to being that that cocky kind of cocky guy that he was when he took over the reins last year for Jack Cohn and nope, came in, played that Penn state game and looked scared to death. That offensive line didn't help him. That offensive line was brutal. But like It was brought up. Uh, what was it brought up uh, earlier today? When we were talking to the guys, Bonte uh, Hill and Joe Shasky from the 95.7, the game, they asked Gary about, you know, this rotating uh, carousel of running backs in San Francisco because of injuries. And, uh, and then Trey Lance and Garoppolo coming in and out of the game uh, as well. And, you know, how hard is it to make that transition between quarterback and running back? I swear to God, I've never had that conversation more on the radio than we've had this year, mainly because of is issues on handing off the ball at Wisconsin. And then we get these dudes on, they come on, and they start talking about Trey Lance having issues doing the exact same thing in San Francisco when he's been in the football game. Never, ever. That I can remember have we had so many conversations, me and Gary, about our teams or other teams or whatever having issue with a handoff. Just simply amazing to me uh, that it continues to, to be a conversation piece. Just nuts. Uh, okay, coming up next, we'll hear from our WSSP high school insider, Mike, big time McGiver and big time Uh, is going into the high school uh, basketball hall of fame for the state of Wisconsin coming up this weekend. That's a pretty cool thing, man. Cause he's in, I believe he's in the football one already. I believe he's in the baseball one, I think as well. Uh, And now we make it a trifecta going in uh, to the basketball one too. So we'll talk with uh, Mike McGivern, get his thoughts on the big games coming up tonight around high school football, obviously, uh, you have Arrowhead and Muskego is a big game. That one is going to be a game that everybody's going to be talking about. Uh, Memorial uh, out at Carroll going up against Tosa West. That'll be another game that's going to be a big deal. We'll find out where uh, Mike is tonight for My24, uh, Friday Night Lights on My24. So we'll get his thoughts on that. And huh, Sparky's Team of the Week. It's Oconomowoc. has to be Oconomowoc after they knocked off Muskego. We'll see if Mike agrees with me on that or not. That comes up straight ahead here on Sparky's Midday Madness, live from the Lakeland University Studios. The leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. Welcome back Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan live from the Lakeland University Studios. Time to look ahead to the slate of high school football for this weekend with our guy, big time, Mike McGivern. Michael, how are we doing? Walk walk Sparky's team <laughs> no, of the hold week. On, hold on. That's that's correct. Okanawa
5: walks right. <laughs> I got a lot of people making fun of me last week after I appeared on your show. Good, and uh, so I'm just telling you, I just Okanawa. We chose Oconomowoc. that,
2: and you followed us. Yeah, you that, followed our lead. Yeah, look, I, I'll say this. Uw about,
5: Credit Union team of the
2: week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. All I'm saying is they what they did. We literally talked about this on Big Show last week with Gary, and. I was like, man, Oconomowoc had been good since Rux left, uh, senior Rucks left, and all that other stuff. You've Your guy Muskego was there. He tried to get him going again, and then he went to Muskego, McMillan. I go, so it's just crazy, right? And then Leroy, he piped in. He's like, man, you're going to be going crazy, Sparky, if Oconomowoc, uh beats Muskego. Yelling and screaming, mosquito's not that good, Da-da-da-da. I said, no, I'm not. I'm just going to laugh a lot if if they pull the upset on mosquito. That's what's going to happen. And then that night I'm on social media – after the game's done, obviously, and I see the O'Connell walk beat him. I was like, get out. And then I saw the play and I was like, oh my God. That, that, that Hail Mary, I don't know was a Hail Mary, but that long throw to score to win it for O'Connell walk, that,
5: that hurts. So, you know, and um, talking to some other coaches and look, I, not everybody believes that that there's such a thing as a good loss, sure. especially when you're on the staff, especially when you're the one coaching. From the outside, it's easy to say. Well, they haven't lost in like two years. They haven't lost in that conference in a long time. And sometimes, Spark, sometimes kids start to believe that what if, if it says something on the front of the jersey, all you do is get off the bus. Right? So that, that does happen. NFL teams think the same thing. Sa- the, the same thing. And high school teams, look, that trickles down. You start thinking, come on, Matt. Conwalk's going two. You know, we'll, we'll get uh, we'll get a runny clock, get home soon. And what happens is now all of a sudden you're in a dogfight. And I've seen Muskego up front when they've been in dogfights. Usually beginning in the second half, they start wearing teams down. Right? But they're not that type of team this year. They're not the, the, the like huge across the line where they're wearing you down. They're really good. I don't know, and I think they'll all disagree with me, but I don't know in the long run if this isn't a good thing for that team. Well, now, I mean, I'll tell you who I wouldn't be happy if I'm Arrowhead because Arrowhead's playing them this week. Correct. See, so they're playing them tonight. It's homecoming for Muskego, and now they're coming off a loss. So how do they? Hey, how do they respond? The other game, I'm. You know what? I'm really interested. And you're gonna laugh at me. I'm really interested to see how Waukesha South. And walk what that game is like?
2: Why don't you think O'Connor just wins? And you don't know because of the emotional high of what right. you were on the week right. before.
5: And so you know what? If I'm that coaching staff, and I talked to Sell uh, this week, and I said, "Look, I, I, I don't have to tell you anything, but if I'm if I'm if I'm giving the UW Credit Union Trophy to you to your kids, I'm saying don't give it back, because you know what? If you come out." And get caught. Washington South isn't bad. They're not a bad team. You get you get caught pounding your chest saying, "Man, we just beat Muskego," and you get beat. You're giving it back. Don't give it back. Nobody's going to talk about the Muskego
2: win anymore because you lost to what. So I'm just can saying. I, can we go back to one thing? I just I I didn't realize I said it till I said it, and then I was like, "Oh my goodness." What? Now again, I, you've never scheduled games as a head football coach, right? What? But wouldn't you schedule games that you believe you have a good chance of winning for homecoming? And Muskego has Arrowhead? Well, so here's the thing with that. First of all... It would be like Muskego scheduling Franklin for homecoming. Like, why would you do that? Or, oh, Creek, I should say. So,
5: look, so last week they're on the road, right? And I don't know what their schedule is for the next two weeks. But if they're on the road, you've got to get this homecoming thing in. I can tell you this. Joe Cook, when he was my my co-host... Man, he would say, please, hey, basketball boy, why don't you take homecoming one time? It's the worst. Now, again, if I'm the coaching staff at Muskego, I'm like, okay, you know what? You guys want to go to the powder puff and do all that stuff? Uh, They had that last night in Oak Creek. Yeah, you guys want to go do all that stuff? Fine. Remember, we got beat last week, and we got a good Arrowhead team coming in. I just, if if I if I if I'm Matt Harris and I'm the coaching staff and the Tom Swiddle, I'm saying to our boys, "Hey, look, these guys are going to come out like we. They're going to come out punching that first quarter. Uh, would, that
2: wouldn't be my angle. My no. angle would be they think so little of us they scheduled us for homecoming no because they think they got us. Sure, that would be my angle. And you know what? That's, and that's ridiculous. Fun. But these
5: kids got to understand that that Mosquito is going to come out and they're going to they're going to punch Arrowhead. They're going to be upset. They're upset. They're they not be. used to losing. Now, that's one part. Here's the other side. They're not used to losing, so are they pouting? Do they pout a little bit and then they get involved in all the homecoming stuff? Dude, I, I can't tell you how many football coaches would say, take it. I I, we, I love that we do homecoming. It's great. Could we do it during basketball season one time?
2: <laughs> Why don't you take it every once in a while and see yeah. how that goes? Because you're right. There's a lot of distractions. you got the parade, the powder puff game of the game, and then you got the dance the night before, so now you're going out shopping for what you're going to wear to the dance, and she's getting her stuff, and hey, I was a lot.
5: For that Around the Corner TV show I used to do with my brother, John, I covered a Powder Puff game up in Wisconsin Rapids. Oh. Spark, I, I it was it was sports for a minute, so I thought I could get in, Wisconsin Rapids do it for a minute and get out. I stayed the whole game. I've never seen that kind of hitting going on. I'm telling you, the junior class back then, the the girls – and the senior class girls did not like each other there were there were late hits like you there was girls getting knocked out i was like oh my goodness i've never seen anything like this the whole crew left I stayed the whole game. It was really, really interesting. It wasn't like the powder puff game when I was at Mesmer. Yeah, no. Like two-handed two, t- two handed touch right. and everybody yeah. giggled and, uh-uh. These
2: girls from Rapids? They had some issues woo. against each other, apparently. It was awesome. Wow. It was awesome. He's Mike McGivern, big time, uh, our high school insider uh, here. Uh, so where are you going to be for my 24 tonight?
5: seeing Park and we're seeing Horlick. We're going to be All down there. Right, so anyways, uh, uh, what Park. else hold do we have? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? Longest-running um, rivalry in the state. Mm. Um, it's Pritchard Park, brand new down to Racine. Looking forward saw to saw the turf. It. It's beautiful. It's right? It's nice. Yeah. yeah. So looking forward to being at that game. We haven't covered a lot of Racine football, and uh, I'm a big fan of the head coach over at Horlick. I haven't met the guy at Park, but I will. And looking forward well, the to Horlick
2: that. Horlick guy's been there for a hundred years. He's really good. He's really good. And his sons. I like he's, Horlick a lot. He's I mean, got some kids that can play. Those Racine schools, they've been the most consistent by far in football. Park hasn't been the same since Richardson retired. Yeah, I know. Th- that was the last time. John Clay was there. Richardson was his coach. And then a year after, John Clay didn't look anywhere close to being the same again, and then went to Wisconsin, and that's that. And then Richardson retires, and they've never been able to recover. We had last week, um, we had the head
5: coach from uh, Racine Case on my high school show, right? Uh, who is that now? Because they keep they, that's a rotating right. no, door. But no, he's been there seven years, and I apologize. He came,
2: He's the one that came after my guy that went to California? Yeah.
5: And you know what? And the district manager for Wendy's? His son is a sophomore, offensive tackle, and all this coach says, look, this kid's a mauler. Like, if I had 10 of these kids. But they start a bunch of sophomores, and it was so good. I I apologize because he's been there seven years, and I have never met him nor talked to him. And he said, look, we haven't given you a ton to talk about yet, but we will. We're getting there. I'm telling you, be patient with us. He was so good on the air, and it was fun to talk to him. Here's the game. If I wasn't going to be in Racine for tonight, right? hmm I would head over to Carroll University, I think. Walker Memorial against Tosa West. Oh,
2: yes. Now that's a game. That's a good that game. That would be the game. Or the, yes. fr- you, know, you know what, you know what else might surprise
5: you a yes. little bit? Franklin
2: at Bradford. Bradford didn't start. Well, Bradford's starting to play a uh, little bit. Franklin's got Oak Creek after that. Hey, Not Franklin Oak... Yeah. Franklin's got Oak Creek the week after. Hey, Spark, um, and we, there's those some good are, games those, tonight. If Franklin wins, Oak Creek will win their game. If Franklin and Oak Creek both win, they're both going to be undefeated that next week. Be huge, and that could be the SEC. Yeah, like, no it's going to be.
5: And you know what? A lot of great games to watch tonight. And and if you're staying at home, tune on uh, my twenty-four. Yeah. And, and watch this. You're going to love the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show tomorrow. Okay, this has you written all over it. McMillan and I are going to talk to guys who have spent a lifetime. In and around high school football, some are still in it in in different ways. Like Dan Brunner, right? Retired. He love did, Brunner, right? I love Brunner, and now he's the executive director of WFCA, so he's With still at Hartford in it. for a long time. Right? Fritz Ruck, Yep. was at Homestead for twenty years. Was down in Zion, Illinois, for six. He was at um, Arrowhead as a head coach for a while, and now he's the freshman coach at Arrowhead. Right? It's a little bit different. You're you're there on Friday nights with the band and everything, and now you're playing Thursday afternoons and coaching freshmen. Oh, you gotta and, deal
2: with 14 year olds. Right. Ugh. But you gotta love Having a
5: 14 year old, I can tell you that's not fun. So the, you know what? He, obviously, the pride part of it would be difficult for me. And he said, Yeah, that was a little difficult. But man, Matt Harris and Swiddle and those guys, they 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 said, Come on, you want coach freshmen? They, the staff is good, the kids are great, and I'm loving it. We're gonna talk to guys like that Dave Keel. No, Joe yeah. Labuda, yeah. Jack Fleming, who's he's been he's been ref officiating football games forever, and he's like, look, I, I don't know what I have left, but we're going to talk to him. And one question I'm going to ask every one of these guys, maybe outside of Jack, but maybe Jack, is if you could go back and 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 coach one more game, right, one more game with the team at that year, and and what would it be? And I've asked some of these guys off the air, and what shocks me, Spark, is they're all like. And I said, you could pick a game where it was the greatest game, the most fun, biggest celebration. Nope. They're all like, um, here's a game we lost. Ron Davies is coming on. Ron Davies.
2: Any interest in coaching? Again?
5: Who? Ron Davies. He's coaching. Tremper could help. He He's help. Can, yeah, he thinks Tremper's got a chance to make the playoffs. I'm telling you.
2: Uh, okay, real quick, before we let you go. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Induction this weekend. Hall of Fame. Thank you. You'll be the biggest name at the Hall of Fame banquet, without doubt. I've already got your music okay. sent there. They're going to play your big-time music when you okay. walk up. Hold on. It's going to be great for the Basketball Hall of Fame. So what you saying
5: is, and then there's a Andy Cerrone's going, a lot of guys going in, including Devin Harris and Travis Diener. Diener. I know. And I'm the biggest name? Oh, by oh, far. please. By far. I might be the biggest person, but not no, the biggest name. No, 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 Man, no. Man, it's, no. you know what, Spark, thank you. you I, if I you kid. walk
2: around the state of Wisconsin, more people will know you and have relations with, with relationship with you than they will the other two. And and that might be because just everybody I'm, knows you. Well, I
5: appreciate that. And I'm you know what, Spark, and all kidding aside, thank you for saying
2: that. It's the the one part about this We're changing your name by the way. The, it's no longer big time. We're just gonna call you Mr. Hall of Fame. Because you're in every Hall of Fame in the state. <laughs> The one part about this that I'm
5: I'm gonna struggle with is my mom was up there for the yep. Wisconsin football one, and she was like, "Man, this is great. Are you ever getting into the basketball one? Because I love <laughs> basketball." I'm like, "Mom, trying. You know, uh, we'll see. We'll see." She'll be there. And yeah, I know. I just you know that part of it uh, sucks.
2: Can be a little emotional. I yeah. wish you'd have been there. Nah, no question. Mike McGivern, thanks, Bart, Mr. Hall of Fame. Check them out. Saturday mornings, Hall of Fame Saturday mornings with Mike McGivern. Back after this on Sparky's Midday Madness.
7: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. Is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Welcome man! It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan or thanks to Jake Kokorowski from BadgerBlitz.com and Mike McGivern, our WSSP High School insider, for joining us Here this hour, of course, we're broadcasting live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. We do have another pair of tickets to give away to the Road Roadshow coming up next week, September 29th at 5.30 at American Family Insurance Amphitheater. Knotfest Roadshow back on the road after a year-long hiatus. It's making a special stop at the American Family Insurance Amphitheater coming up again on September 29th at 5.30. See Slipknot, Killswitch Engage, Fever 333, and Code Orange. Tickets on sale now. I'll give you a a caller number here momentarily, and then uh, you can call up. Before I do that. Mondays I'm going do something of Plucker because I, I swear, you know, we work together every day, but I still feel like I really don't know Plucker all that much. And from time to time, we learn stuff about Plucker. I'm like, really? I had no idea. So I'm going to learn something about Plucker myself right now. Okay. So as we know, Dan has no idea what I'm doing. Uh, a- as we know, uh, Leroy Butler always does those new mail reads, right? Always. And Leroy Butler always on the Wendy's Big Show, at least once a day, uh, will go into this thing, uh, which I'm pretty sure is not on the script. He just does it every day, and we will tell you what are his top five songs that he listens to when he's working out or taking a walk or whatever the case may be, or top five artists that that it may be. I, I'm curious, Dan Blocker, if you had your top five artists that you could listen to, right? Top five artists, and you, you know what? I'm I'm going to chill out. Uh, and, and take a nice walk uh, around uh, Hale's Corners, Wisconsin. Nice little walk, a nice okay. fall day. Not working out to so not like some pumping, right? Just just right. take a walk and, and, and relax a little bit and, and get out of the radio station. Wh- who do you got?
6: Jeez, okay.
2: Uh, Queen. Okay, classic rock.
6: Um, Mumford & Sons. All right. Their older stuff, their yep. new stuff is not as good. Okay. Um, and I, that's where I would start. From you you there, tend to be
2: more classic rock,
6: huh? Yeah, Foreigner probably is in there, too. Wow, look at Dan Plucker. A um, little bit of Holland Oates, maybe. <gasps> look
2: at Dan Plucker!
6: And then... Holy Tim <sighs> Allen, what is going on? I don't know. I would probably go something a little bit newer there, are a couple different people.
2: Are you a Rick like. Springsteen fan? Uh, not really, no. Tim Allen's obsessed with that dude. No, I'm no? not okay. much of a Springsteen guy. Not uh, Bruce Springsteen, Rick n- Springsteen. No. Totally different. Yeah. No. Oh, okay.
3: Either. Um. Way. Isn't it Rick, Rick Springfield?
6: Springfield. See, yeah, I was I gonna say. Know. I'm a little good confused. Good job, Robbie. uh um, yeah. No. And after that, I don't know. Uh. It would probably be some just like general music now.
2: Right. Like some current pop.
6: Yeah. Like I'll throw right. on ninety nine one the mix or. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 933. Yep. All right. Be 93. Mostly 991 though.
2: And the mix. The Scissor Station Right. Good. Good job. Uh. Yeah. Interesting. It, Robbie, I'm. I, I'll ask, but I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm. I pretty much good have got, got a good idea. So you take walks with the dogs. You actually do do this every day.
3: I don't listen to music when I walk the dog. I don't listen to anything when I walk the dog. I'm taking in sounds of nature. I'm taking in my surroundings.
2: Having been knowing you for a long time and knowing how your brain operates, you should probably listen to something. No,
3: it's very meditative. That's what I mean. You should probably listen to walks. something. Love my walks. Peaceful. All right. Peaceful. It's just Babies me. Peef-
2: it's
5: peaceful?
3: Just, I go to Humboldt Park every morning. Still? Throw the dog in the car. I haven't heard any random dog so,
2: stories from you lately.
3: Oh, last week I was there. Four, I saw four, four dogs off leash in one morning. I hate you, people. How
2: many did you go up to and say something? None. None Good that for day. You. None Good. that day. There Back was in the there, day, there was
3: an incident a few weeks ago where uh, two guys were just standing there talking, and I guess each of them. It was like a play date. They had their dogs sure. out there, you know, with no yeah. leash, and their dogs saw my dog from like Uh-oh. forty yards away and came running over. Nothing nothing like malicious or they just wanted to play, but it like I, now I there were big dogs. My dog's a big dog. So now I'm stuck in between three excited large dogs and uh they're just standing there like talking and i'm like Can they
2: didn't you? come over
3: uh not really no not really they just waited for me to like walk my dog with their dogs following back over to them and i was like you guys know there's a dog park less than two miles from here right that's the place for for this thing that you guys are doing this little play date that you got going right there's a dog park literally two miles in that direction and then i just walked away and they had looks on their face like they knew they were idiots and, oh, I'm uh, sure that, and I was that, right, and they were wrong.
2: I doubt it. They were probably like, dude, what's that dude's problem? Uh, I'm guessing he must have had a bad morning. He's well, pretty upset. Well, actually,
3: yeah, they were inconsiderate a-holes, so that is probably what they were thinking. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, chances are that's what they yeah, were thinking, because yeah. that's the type of person who would be standing yes. out there with their dog off leash. I understand. The type of person yes. who, even yes. after the fact, yeah. would be
2: like, what's that guy's problem? Yeah. I think that Couldn't that
5: would... have been me. Right. I right, think... yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what I I
2: can't be the piece of crap, right? Hey, be, yeah. be nice. Boy, I got them all fired up in a bad mood already. I, I said no-no with Robbie They're just the worst. They're sorry. the worst people. I know. I they're just... the worst people. But when you were here before, Minneapolis, that was an issue. It's and a sign of something. Back... It's, it's
3: like, you know what? dog People who don't people who don't leash their dogs where they should, people who don't clean up after their dogs, they're the same people who don't put their cart back in the cart corral at the grocery store. Lots it's, of those. It's a sign of something much bigger. Do you know what irritates of me? Of the
2: type of a-hole that all you right. are. You I'll know what I mean? You would me? bother it shouldn't really bother what? me because i've heard workers at grocery stores complain about it yeah i'm like i had never thought about it but you're right when you go to a grocery store and they have you know the smaller carts and then they have bigger carts mm-hmm. and it clearly says small cart large cart right next to each other and right. people just don't care and just throw whichever one they want into either one and then it takes forever long for these People there are having to separate all the cards. and take a big cart, to push
3: them So in. that's not an issue for me. I always take no, no, a big no. cart. When they
2: put it back. Yeah,
3: I know. I always take a big card and I put it back with the big carts. Oh,
1: my God.
2: It's it's like, how hard is it? They're right next to each other. Yeah. Just put it into the to the right opening.
3: People are not people people aren't yeah. people are walking around only thinking of themselves. Had the uh, SUV. It's the reason we're in a lot of the problems that we're in. SUV got scratched yeah.
2: yesterday at some point mm-hmm. uh, you passed on the passenger side I'm of the sure door. sure nobody left
3: a note. So now right? we have a scratch
2: saw. on... Passenger side and driver's side, so they're matching. Nice. Thing's going to drive till it's dead, so I'm not spending money to get it there fixed.
3: There you go. Uh, Rami, what do you got? Coming up on the show today, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, give me a recipe for a Packers win Sunday night, and give me a recipe for a Packers lo- loss on Sunday
2: I night. will give you a recipe on how you can win tickets to the Road Show right now. That's not what I that asked. That recipe is number... That's not at all what I asked. What did I do yesterday? I did, eight, did eight yesterday. Eight yesterday,
3: 34 please no really
2: that's what you want me to do 34 because of Giannis? you know how many phone calls i have to
6: answer for 34 yeah. please no yeah,
3: 34 that's exactly how many no. no it's more like
2: 55 by oh, the time when produced, everybody's done what i produced
3: i just stopped answering after the one that won i'm not going to keep picking up the phone you know what happened Again, back because... to
2: inconsiderate that's what we're talking about with rami um caller number 10 caller 10 on a Friday, caller 10, 414-799-1250, 414 1250 Your chance to get those tickets uh, to see Slipknot, Killswitch Engage, Fever 33, and Code Orange, American, Amph- American Family Insurance Amphitheater, September 29th at 530. Caller 10, 414-799-1250. All right, so recipes, wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Got you.
3: A recipe for a Packers win, recipe
2: yeah. for a Packers
3: loss, right? Yeah. Eric Stokes, we'll hear from him at 3.30. Our old buddy Ryan Horvat, the Hammer from BetMGM tonight. He'll join us at three forty-five. Are people pan? Are you panicking about the Brewers? Are people panicking about the Brewers? We're going to talk about that at four. Every
2: day, do you do negative brewer topics? No, or is it just me? No, I don't. You don't do negative brewer topics every day. Absolutely
3: not. What was the last day you
2: did a positive Brewers topic? Uh, A couple weeks ago. (laughs) Like I said, probably a couple weeks ago.
3: A couple weeks.
2: (laughs) Because this
3: team hasn't been great yeah, for a couple of weeks, yeah. man.
2: Every time I listen to you, oh, are you worried about the Cardinals? Oh, are you worried about the Brewers? But you, right, You know oh, what you're doing? You know what you're
3: doing? You're uh, doing what annoys you so often when listeners do it. You're assuming something by the question. You're assuming something negative no, just by the question. I don't know
2: what your take on exactly. it is. Exactly. But I do know that a majority of the people listening are panicking. The answer to that could a be a positive of, one. It's
3: just a question: Are you panicking you seen about social the media? Brewers?
2: A majority of people are panicking. I'm yes.
3: here for who I'm here for whatever your answer is to that. I'm a majority here for of people you are definitely and panicking. And to talk it out, coming up at You almost what refreshing?
2: What's that? Tim Allen today was on. He's on every Friday at 10:35, and they asked him pretty much that same thing. I think it was Gary. Somebody asked him about that, he said, uh, "Yeah, no, who cares." This doesn't mean anything in October. They're they're going to be they're going to get to the playoffs. They're going to lose and be like, oh, that was a nice run by the Cardinals. They, well, it's good effort. See? They came back, uh, but no. And I'm in the same boat as Tim and have been in the same boat as Tim. I'm just I'm not there. What I am there, on though, it would be nice if your Cubs could score against the Cardinals today at some point. The game is on ESPN. Uh, they're aren't losing because uh, uh, I don't ever watch TV in here to be honest. With you. I'd normally just turn it off. Cardinals up six nothing now, uh, top of the fifth. So. Six nothing. Yeah, yeah Cubs just are god I hate them. freaking horrible hate po- them so much. Ra- don't Bo. expect help from the Cubs. Well, there was a situation where if they win the first game, then there's a chance they could have clinched tonight with the Cubs yeah, winning the second game. Don't expect that. And I, I, we, they're playing Triple A team. I don't You're expecting help from the Cubs? I don't even know if they're that at this point. I, maybe. I don't know. And Steele's still in there. He's giving up six runs. Still pitching, though. Why not? Why pull him.
3: Why not? We Why? got to lose. I pull him. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur at 435. Ryan Wood, our Green Bay football insider, joins us at 445, as he does every Friday to look ahead to uh, Packers and 49ers. And he's a Mets fan, so we'll talk some Brewers and Mets this weekend and uh, lots more fun stuff. I already told him. All afternoon long. If David Stearns goes to the Mets, I'm done with him. You're I'm done right. with Ryan Wood. Yeah, I, I'm, I I'm done. I'm done. Like he's not our Green Bay football insider anymore. I'm, or? No, I'm just done in general. I mean, you still have to talk to him twice a week. That's uh, Gary Leroy on the show. It's part of your job.
2: No, I no, I I, I can't because every time he comes on, I'm going to think of David Stearns and I'm going to feel like being emotionally sad. Has there been rumblings about that? Yeah. I have not heard anything about that. David John Stearns Heyman. to the Mets. John Heyman had it over the weekend. Really? It's Stearns, Billy Bean, and Theo Epstein. Those are the three names. Really? That they're going after. Don't do that. Don't do that. Who's don't do that? David Stearns. Don't do that. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. No. And if I'm the owner, I open up the checkbook. Just write down what you want. Billy, he should be Billy Bean of the Brewers. He should be here for 30 years. Agreed. Never should leave. Agreed. It's all set up for him. Now, Matt Arnold may leave at some point. Fine. But there's no reason for David Stearns to leave. Can they give him a piece of the team? Giannis owns a piece of the fine. team.
3: David Stearns can have a piece George of the team. George Carl yeah. had a piece of the Bucks when he coached the Bucks. There you go. Give him a piece.
2: Yeah. Give him a piece. Keep I around. wonder how that works. So after George Carl gets fired, does he still hold on to percentage of the bucks? I would think so. Then does he cash in when Cole sells it? I don't know. Did he actually make money or on of it? he the kept
3: deal? his shares. I don't know how that worked. Hmm. Even after the sale, he could have kept his shares. And be part owner now? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God.
2: Please. I mean please, we're talking
3: about please. we're talking about
2: minute shares that don't have that don't come with any control controller say could you imagine if he's like the smallest share owner of the bucks that we don't know about and he gets a championship ring out of this
3: oh that would be cool could you imagine do you follow him on twitter he's a yes. good, he's a good follow on yes. twitter if
2: he got a ring we'll he know about pokes it. at people constantly by the way on did twitter. you know
3: brandon jennings is helping design the championship rings
2: uh, I, I I don't think so, no. He's That's got his cool. own clothing line or something yeah. out there that he's, he's promoting.
3: He's working with the jewelry designer to design the Bucks championship rings. He you says know there's going to uh, be Bucks and Six on there sometimes. Oh, For, for sure. sure. Has yes, to be. Right. Yes, yeah. With or, with or without Brandon band. Jennings doing right. that. On the there inside has to of be. the
2: band, yeah. I no, would no, think. no. It's going to be on the outside. You think so? Oh, yes. All right. <laughs> definitely. And it's going to be on one side in diamonds or something, Bucks and Six. And it's going to be big and over the top. That would be my guess. Yeah,
3: every year it's more over the top than the last year's championship.
2: Should so. the radio and TV announcers get rings? Yeah. Both. Everybody who works for the team should get a ring. Well, technically, the radio announcers, I don't think do. You know what I mean. But you agree, though? Yeah. Okay. For Let's sure. Making sure we're on the yep. same. Same. Because if Ted Davis and Dennis Krause don't get rings, I'm going to be livid. Just forewarning for everybody involved. There's
3: no reason Notebook Mike should be walking around with a replica trophy. And Ted Davis and Dennis Krause can't get a ring. There's no there's no I don't want a replica ring for them.
1: I want a real damn ring. I mean, they're all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.